Brooke and Hubs, great to have you back. And uh, second semis all done and dusted now. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was a great day out at uh, Angara. It got pretty cold there for uh, for a while, but uh, a great hospitality by the uh, the United crew. They had uh, had plenty of food and uh, and um, plenty of drinks, so they did very well. Um, in the E grade, uh, Ellison Districts uh, they got the win over United Jelana, forty two to twenty five. Uh, Tumby had the court duty for this one, and it didn't actually sort of feel like um, that biggest scoreline. Um, the Young Eagles girls uh, played quite well, but um, Ellison just the uh, the strongest side in the day. Um, association runner-up Miley Agars um, from Ellison, she was picking off uh, intercepts uh, everywhere around the court um, and Bria Feltis was just holding really well under the ring um, and goals for Ellison too. Um, Rachel Scott from Ellison Districts and Charmaine Crosby um, through the centre for Yolana, um, pr- both providing really good leadership for uh, for their sides and, and working really well. Um, young Talia Modra as well. I actually had to double check it wasn't Riley because that's how much they uh, they look the same when they're in the goal ring together uh, uh, shooting. So um, she's got a very similar shooting style um, to, to Riley and, and uh, remained very calm and, and collected and in control um, even though they were down. So um, best on court uh, for Ellison Districts is Miley Agars and Yolanda was uh, was Charmaine Crosby. And then to the, uh, the D grade, this was a a lot closer game. Ellison Districts did get the win, though, 27 to Tumby Bay, 21. Uh, Tumby, um, they scored the first three goals of the game um, and uh, looked like they were, you know, they were looking really, uh, really good. And they, they played a really good game. And Ellison, the same. Taryn Benke in Tumby was really strong in, in defence um, up against Adele Shepherd, um, who's uh, who's been playing some really good netball this year in, in goals for Elliston. So after the first quarter, it was it was five goals all. Um Amy Lynch in centre for Ellison Districts. I'm going to be talking about her in the A grade um, shortly because she impressed me in that game, but she had a really good game in centre for uh, for the D grade. Um, and Maisie Curtis um, in goals as well for Tumby had a really good second quarter, 11 all at halftime. Um, and then it got to, uh, it was 18 all um, at the last break. So uh, the umpires and officials are starting to get out the, uh, the draw rules um, again. Um, and uh, but Ellison just had a, had a really good last quarter, and, and Tummy Bay just lost their legs a little bit um, in that one, um, and uh, ended up going down by six goals. But you know, as I said, really good game, best on court for Ellison Districts was uh, was goalkeeper Claire Daniel. Um, she had a really good game. She hasn't um, you know got the height of uh, of her um, goal defence in uh, in Indy Donovan um, that she plays with, but she just goes hard at it all the time. Um, and defender Taryn Benke and down the other end for was uh, was Blues best. Uh, in the B reserves, this was a really close game as well. Ellison Districts ended up getting the win in the last quarter um, as well, defeating Tumby 25 to 22. Um, Tumby were first to settle, as I said, and edged out to a four-goal lead in the uh, in the first quarter. At the first break, they're up nine-five. Um, Tamika Kelly was shooting really nicely um, under pressure from from Raya Agars for a mat from Ellison Districts in, in defence. Um, Ellison worked hard to, to get back into it in the second half of the uh, the second quarter, but Stumby, Tumby still had a three-goal lead um, at the halftime break. Uh, young Indy Donovan, who I just mentioned, um, really tall defender. She came on into defence for, uh, for Elliston and uh, made a big difference there. Um, it was a pretty low-scoring quarter. Um, uh, rain started coming down and played a bit of havoc and a few fumbles in, that in, the, uh, in this game. But um, Tumby 2017 up at three-quarter time. 
Tommy didn't make any changes throughout the day because it was just working really well for them. But Ellison used, I think, pretty much their, their whole side and um, worked out what they needed to do and, and found the right combo in the, the last quarter and ended up, um, you know, getting the win. Stacey Brace for out for Ellison was that was really handy for them as well. So um, Tommy will hurt from this one, but uh, they'll take it into this game this this Saturday. But Samara Fisher was named best for Ellison Districts and uh, Monique Tremble for Tommy Bay um, through the centre court there. Um, in the B grade, this was a big win. Um, not not surprised. Um, Cougars uh, win big in the B grade um, the last couple of years, but they defeated Ellison Districts 55 to 33. I uh, mentioned last week that Rachel Hunt and Amanda Puckridge, the sister combo, um, they they would need to have been stopped, and, and obviously they weren't because uh, they uh, they shot a lot of goals. So. Yeah, so they had a lot of goals scored. Um, they only had a four-goal lead at uh, at the first break, and I was at, I was sitting at the other court watching the A grade, but was looking over every now and again, and it sort of went from four goals to about fifteen quickly, and then it sort of went to sort of twenty, and it just happened really quickly, which uh, which Cougars can do if you if you you know get a bit slack on them. So um, Hannah Zerk and Taya Pryor, that made them work hard, but you know you can make them work hard, but they're still going to shoot the goals because they're super accurate. So. Um, you know, 32-17 at the halftime break, 43-26 at the third quarter. But Shaz Ledden was uh, was back to her old self in uh, in just taking intercepts all over the court. She got best on for Cougars. And uh, Neve Tomney was uh, best for, uh, for Ellison Districts. Uh, in the A reserves, um, I was trying to watch this game a bit. I was sitting on uh, on the B reserves bench over uh, for Tumby and um, kept an eye on, on the A reserves game as well um, while I was cheering for, for Tumby. But... Um, not not really sure what happened out in the uh, the first quarter for the, the Lock girls. Um, Cougars got the win, 43-29. Um, Lock scored the first three goals of the game and then Cougars just found their feet and began to score quite freely. Um, and uh, Lock only scored one more goal after that and Cougars got 15. Um, Lock was definitely feeling the pressure um, by the sounds of it. So, um, you know, Blinda J. Moroni, she, as I said, she uh, uses her voice over the court. She's tall. Um, they were finding it hard to get rebounds off of her. So um, Kiara Williams, I, I love this line in the, the newspaper report. She, she got the goal um, for Locke and then did the big finger point to the air. So uh, she must be pretty happy with that. But Locke, Locke then outscored Cougars in the second um, second quarter. So that it, it ate into the lead a little bit. Um, Amy Fuss and Billy Thompson through the centre court for, uh, for Cougars and um, were doing a lot and uh, you know, taking a few intercepts, key intercepts that, then, that Cougars were scoring off of. Um, Cougars still had the lead 25-16 at halftime. Locke then made some changes. They put Kelsey Kay, um, Mrs. President, into our uh, into goals, um, which seemed to be a bit, bit better matchup there. So um, Cougars still maintain that, that sort of 10-goal buffer um, from the, uh, the, the second quarter. But the last quarter, as I said, you know, 36 to 26. Um, Misha Myers, she was playing really well in goals as well. Um, Co-coaches uh, Kiara Williams and Amy, Amy Warner went into defence together. They made those that switch and put Kiara back into defence. Um, Cougars won, you know, as I said, 43 to 29 um, to get through to the grand final. But I think Locke was, was purely probably just that first quarter um, where they let them get that lead. Um, and, you know, because they looked like they stuck with them for the rest of the game. So it was only sort of one or two goals in it for the rest of the game. So, um yeah, the two centres, uh, Billy Thompson for Cougars and Hallie Pierce were best on for, uh, for their respective sides. So, um, yeah, I think that I think uh, Locke will be on fire. I think this weekend after uh, after going down there. So, 
um, yeah, they'll be looking to, to try and get back and uh, have another crack at uh, another crack at Cougars. Um, then the last game of the day, um, Cummins Capini 41 defeated Ellison Districts 32. Now, apparently there was a banner, but I missed it. Apparently there was a banner for Ella Wett who had 50 games. Uh, um, I'm guessing the 50 games for Cougars. Um, she uh, apparently put the footballer banners to shame. So I'm intrigued to see a photo of this banner, but um, I finally got to watch Ellison Districts play as well. Um, haven't seen them play in the A grade um, yet this year and, and um, they, they did quite well, but the Cougars just, they were on fire early. Hannah Green and, and Ella were, um, were shooting really well together. Um, Cougars looked a lot calmer than Ellison did. They sort of didn't look like they were, you know, they didn't have the sort of finals nerves. Um, Ellison, uh, they sort of maybe not as patient, um, trying to just bang it into to Courtney Hull in, in goals and just trying to force it in a little bit too much, which meant that Holly Gale and, and Molly Burns were, were sort of taking a few intercepts and, and uh, sending it back down. So, but, you know, that was still working really well. Ellison Districts, um, Kelsey Hull in defence was uh, had a really good game. Charlie Manane came off towards the end of the first quarter. And I mentioned Amy Lynch before, who was centre for uh, for the D grade in Ellison Districts. She really, really impressed me. I'm like, who is this young kid? I had to go check the scorecard to see um, who it was because she was driving really well in wing defence. Um, uh, Lorraine Hebman went into centre when Charlie came off and Amy went to, uh, to wing defence. And she's a, a cracking young kid. I think she's got a lot of potential and, and to be playing... Um, a grade already is uh, is fantastic and particularly in a final. So um, Ellison Districts lifted their intensity and, and Nikki Schubert and, and Kelsey Howard were, you know, fighting really hard against the, the Cougars goalies. Um, Cougars made a few changes, um, tried a few different things. I don't know whether they were maybe, they took Holly Gale off in the third quarter. I didn't know whether maybe um, just because of the, the slight knee injury that she's got at the moment, whether they were looking after that, but then she ended up coming back on in the last quarter. So I guess I was trying a few things. Morgan McDonald came back into uh, the centre. Jet Green was in there for the first first half, and uh, Jet, I love watching her play. She just is just so calm and and cool uh, out in the court, and and just does really well there. And um, yeah, that Ellison tried some young goalies in Kate Lowby and and uh, Zali Newton in the last quarter. So yeah, they just couldn't quite convert. They sort of get to that three goal. Um, they'd bring it back to sort of three goals um, and then couldn't quite convert those centre passes to get that sort of, you know, two-goal buffer, um, which is always, uh, you know, once you get to two goals, then you can sort of try and uh, get the uh, one goal and get a um, intercept and, and try and get get even. But they just couldn't quite, it sort of go from three goals to eight goals really quickly. Um, so final score, 41-32, as I said, real defenders game. The defenders both ends played really well. So Holly Gale was best for Cougars. And Kelsey Howell was best for Ellison District. So that's the netball for uh, the second semi. Sounds good. And uh, oh, especially the A grade, but four pretty good games of footy other than the B grade has. Yeah. No, it was uh, a good footy all around. Like the uh, probably the, the match of the days were the Colts and the A grade. Um, the big first game and the last game. Um, the... Ramblers certainly put on a clinic in the B grade, um, which we'll get to that. So the um, we'll start off with the A grade. <clears throat> uh, so Cougars kicked 10 goal, 12, 72 to United Ladder, 9 goal, 12, 66 to, to run out winners. Basically storm home in the end, um, I think three-quarter time. It was 5 goal, 5, 35 to 9 goals, 10, 64. So Ladder only scored two points in the last quarter to um, Cougars kicked uh, five goals, seven, I reckon, in the last quarter. So 
Uh, goal kickers, Yowie kicked seven. Set Barry Ness kicked uh, one from the boundary, 50 out um, that, to uh, seal it. Uh, Jaden Gow kicked the goal and Mitch Lauber kicked the goal. So uh, best player, like uh, Dylan Wander, um, both both uh, centre-half backs had a big influence on um, on Saturday. The uh, Dylan Wander was was very good early on. I thought him and Spoggy were having a, a really good uh, contest, whatever, but Dill got on top. Um, uh, when uh, we had to move some stuff around with Spoggy and uh, Dill, um, yeah, dominated there with, uh, across there. Jacko Norton was doing the same for Yolanda, especially early. Um, so best players for Cougars, Dill Wander, Brad Hazelgrove, Jaden Gale, uh, Phoenix Foster, Yowie Wagner and uh, Mitch Lowby. Uh, goal kickers, Spog Creddy, three. Um, Havelberg kicked three. And Howie, Casey Carr and, uh, and uh, Michael Creddy kicked a goal as well. Best player was I. Wilch was really good on the wing, providing a lot of drive there. Um, and Adam Manane in the middle, um, Michael Creddy and Jackson Norton and Matty Dyer and Casey Carr. They were the other best players. So it was big. It was big game, and and uh, the contest certainly disappointed as far as if, from a spectator point of view. Um, and it was a, a you know a real thriller, and it was you know Yolanda led for the, basically the whole game, and uh, and came out firing and got. Got a good start on on uh, Cougars, but um, yeah, they found their way to found a way to get there in the end. Um, Barry, yeah, Sam, <coughs> Barry Ness uh, kicked from forty five late in the quarter, late in the uh, um, last quarter to put them in front, um, and it was first time they've been in front for the day, so it was only a few minutes left to go then. And uh, uh, yeah, that that's sort of the A grade, mate. The um, we a few. Zach Glover injured himself, hurt his knee, um, any yeah. of the third, um, which didn't help, and a few other things that uh, just they, they were able to get a run on. And uh, um, yeah, like it's one of those things, it's that absolute for the side that loses, it's uh, absolutely shattering. Um, but you, you've only just lost by had like a goal, like the uh, yeah. it's one straight kick, and we and Yelena had some opportunities to kick as well, um, and didn't make the most of them. And, uh, it's you know it's from a spectator point of view an absolute cracker of a second semi final. Um, says that Cougars have been undefeated and are still undefeated, and uh, um, anyone any of the opposition the potential opponents are thinking well that's okay if we can um, they're, they're the team to beat and they've set that, that standard, um, but um, you've still got the big dance to come. So um, it'll be uh, United Atlanta versus Lock in the prelim final. Uh, we'll move yep. on to the B grade. We'll come back to that. But the uh, B grade Ramblers um, played Cougars and they won 21 goal, 12, 138 to one goal, six, 12. Ramblers just put on an absolute clinic um, with, you know, in a, in a one-sided contest, really. They started the game strong, making the most. They kicked, uh, <coughs> they had 11 goals straight um, until just before half time. Um, to, it was 11 goals straight for Ramblers to uh, four points for Cougars. Um, late in the second quarter, so you know the game's done and dusted at that point. Like it was only it was three goals, it was three goals to nothing at quarter time, and then it was eleven goals two to one goal five, and I'm pretty sure it was eleven goals straight um, to four points late um, with about five minutes to go in the second quarter because I would someone sent me a te- text asking what the score is, and I was like, well, they haven't missed yet, Rambles haven't missed yet, and Cougars haven't kicked one straight yet, so um, that was. And I think that's possible. It'll be Cougars and and Ellison District to play each other next week, and I think that'll be the um, the 
it will be a close contest between those two. They, they want, there's a big gap between one and two at the moment. Rams are very, very strong. What, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I, that game, I, I watched most of it. And uh, Ramblers, they just look, they look like an A-grade side playing against a B-grade side. Honestly, that's what it sort of looked like from the side. And um, they were just unbelievable, literally unbelievable to watch. There was a couple of times where it would go from just about full back to full forward without touching the ground, which is something you've rarely seen in B-grade footy. Um, it was, yeah, Really good display by Ramblers, and uh, it's really hard. You don't want to say it, but it's going to take a, an absolute unreal performance to even get close to them um, come grand final day. The uh, printing the shirts already, pretty much just uh, locker in. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, that's our confidence. They should be feeling confident, and uh, they've earned that right with, with smashing sides. I don't think they're, uh, um, you know, we'll see how quickly the premiership shirts turn up and whatever, but. Um, I think they're quite pretty. Yeah. yeah. I know. Well, I work with a heap of Ramblers, so, you know, <laughs> very true. If, if they'd lose, oh, oh, there will be plenty of uh, annoyed uh, staff, uh, colleagues, and, uh, and and customers for that matter. But anyway, <laughs> the, uh, <clears throat> yeah, they, they, were, they were outstanding. They were, they were a phenomenal side, too. Uh, moving on to the Colts, this was a cracker of a game. Well, same number of scoring shots. Uh, Cougars kicked 11 goals, 6.72 to Tommy Bay, 10 goal, 8.68. You know, that's the same number of scoring shots. Uh, no, in fact, uh, one more, Tommy had one more scoring shot. And it was a seesawing match where, you know, unlike the A grade, which was close, but um, where Yolanda led all day until the last few minutes. Um, this was a back and forth lead change, lots of times for the game. Um, the uh, Tumby were up by two goals at half time, two goal one at half time, and then Cougars were up by a goal at three quarter time and and uh, managed to maintain that. So it's um, fantastic game and way and says, says a lot for the the grand final. It's going to be a cracker whether Ian Idle or Tumby come through. Um, it's going to be a cracker and basically, uh, in some ways, I think not being able to stop um, Charlie Turnbull. So Charlie Turnbull kicked six goals. Uh, Saxon Rogers kicked two. Henry Turnbull one. Max Turnbull and Braden Phelps also kicked one. Best player was Henry Turnbull, Charlie Turnbull, Aaron Kerr, Yarra Micken, Braden Phelps and Reuben Hill. Um, I'm not sure whether Reuben Hill's a bit uh, proppy. Um, goal kickers for Tumby, Jesse Jackson kicked three, Hudson Franks kicked two, uh, Jeffo two, um, Staz one. Uh, and I, it, uh, I reckon it's Leroy Richardson, is that he plays minis as well. Um, the, uh, he's kicked a goal and uh, Tyree um, Burgoyne, I reckon. So, uh, <clears throat> best players Oz Richardson, Hudson Franks, uh, Henry Challenger, uh, Carr Trezise, Tom Allen. So, the uh, um, yeah, so that, that would Tumby work. Liam, sorry, Liam Carr. Sorry, I had a mental blank and I'm like, oh no, not again. The uh, um, and uh, Archer Trezise. So, they, they, it was an absolute cracker of a game, and I think the top three sides um, in in Colts are, are all um, around the mark, and I think that probably the A grade's a bit similar in that regard. Um, so Cougars straight through the grand final there, and Tumby will play United in the prelim. So uh, mini Colts. Uh, it, this was uh, Tumby won four goals, four goals two twenty two. The uh, sports pulse has come through with four goals, twenty-two, which I'm pretty confident is not right. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to look in what it's, uh, 
But four goals to, and then um, uh, two goals straight. Anyway, there's a mistake in my uh, what, how that's uh, that's come through. The uh, four goals six to one goal four. The uh, is what actually the actual result. So um, anyway, sorry about that. The uh, just there's something's gone wrong with me uh, with with sports bowl. So I'll look into that. Uh, Nate's Waffer kick. Uh, uh, Penamonte, White, and uh, Robinson kick. They were like Tully Robinson kick. To goals for Tumby, um, best players: Nate Swaffer, uh, Tully Robinson, Leroy Richardson, um, White, Penalty, and Bados. Uh, for Cougars, Archer Hill was the goal kicker. Mitch Blacker, Zephyr Thompson, Archer Hill, um, uh, Stokes, Kate Dowdle, uh, Noah Dobbin. Um, yeah, Stokes, his young young fella, um, got the best players there, and just. Tumby had control early um, with some strong attacking footing. They just locked in the first half and uh, they, they had a few missed shots early on um, before a goal was kicked um, off Ashton White's boot. Um, and in the last couple of minutes of that um, quarter, Tumby, uh, Cougars broke through to kick their, their goal. I think it was the only goal they kicked for the goal. So the quarter time was very close um, and it probably took till um, into the third quarter before Tumby got ahead. Uh, it was very, I watched some of this and it was a uh, very seesawing. Um, game where guys were they, both teams were struggling to um, get it past at, at the next line sort of thing so um, it was a yeah, fantastic game and the, you could see um, the teamwork and the, and the well drilled um, mini cult side both Tumby and Cougars have been strong all year so no, definitely and uh, prelim final at lock this week Brooke start us off Yep, love going to lock, love heading uh, up the road to lock and uh, the donut van I'm here is ready to go for everyone uh, heading to lock. I'm sure it'll get smashed, no doubt, with everyone there. But, uh, yeah, so kicking things off, it's the two birds. It's the eagles and the magpies uh, in the e-grade at 10.30, uh, umpired by Tammy Allen and Tanya Habner um, at 10.30, as I said. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a really good game, this one. Uh, as I said, Talia Modra for Yelena. Um, she played a really good game in goals on the weekend. Um, there's uh, there's a few Wilkes girls that, that get out there in the quarter. I can't work out which ones are sisters and which ones are cousins because they all look very similar. Um, but they, there was one at each end um, on the weekend and, and both played really well in, in goals and uh, and defence. Um, and Charmaine Crosby through the middle for uh, Peter Lanner as well. She's had a really good netball year um, with their association as well. So um, for Ramblers, Matilda Netta was really strong in goals um, in that first final and Annabelle Shirley in defence for uh, for the Magpies um, and uh, Ruby Cabot as well um, for the Magpies through the centre. So they'll kick things off nice and early in the E grade. Um, in the D grade, this is Blues versus Eagles um, uh, at 12 o'clock. So Nairi Bailey, Kerry Clawton are in charge of this one. Uh, Tumby played really well on Saturday, as I said, just missed a couple of those opportunities. So they'll be looking at, at having another crack at Ellison. They've been the top two sides uh, all year in the D grade. Um, Yelena, though, I watched this game at the first final and, and um, Tumby really need to shut down the likes of, of Riley Modra in goals, who is really strong for her side. She, she's, she's quite accurate and, and brings that calmness to her side. Um, but also the same, you know, Maisie Curtis and Taylor Code in, in goals as well. They'll need to work out how to stop Maya Glover, who was fantastic in that, that first final for the Eagles. Um, she was just taking the sets everywhere. So they'll have to work out how to, uh, to stop her from doing that. But the same down the other end as well for the, uh, the Eagles goalies with, uh, with the likes of Taryn Binky and, and Sadie Curtis um, in defence there. So um, that's going to be um, a, a really good game for uh, for the juniors too. Um, in the B reserves, that's at 1.30. So Sharon Feldus and Sasha Stratford are umpiring that, that game. 
Uh, this is Blues versus Brews. So um, this will be a really good game. It always is that when Tumby take on lock. Um, Tumby based Tamika Kelly. Um, she's been shooting really well um, this season. She, she shot really well on Saturday. Um, but she'll be held really tight by uh, by Locke's defence. Um, down the other end, Locke have been dealt a huge blow with uh, with young Izzy Baines. Um, I saw her in a moon boot on Saturday. And, uh, Rody, you might know more information, but broken leg, is that right? Or broken ankle there yeah. for young Izzy? So the, the story that I've got, and, you know, this is a bit of Chinese whispers that's, that, that sort of got <laughs> down to me, was that she's, uh, she's got home from having a few drinks, didn't actually do it, but um, she got home and... Oh, and obviously she's walked in and gone to Anne Marie's. Oh, you know, my leg's a bit sore. And Anne Marie said, Oh, you know, obviously done it while you're out. Go to bed. And she's like, No, nah, no, nah, foot's pretty sore, mum. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think it turns out to be, um, yeah, broke a leg. Yeah. Now, the, uh, there's, there's a few young lot girls that have uh, had a few, few nights out and ended up with broken leg. Uh, Young Jordan Sladden comes to mind as well. Um, a few years ago when she was in my 17s team there. So, but uh, no, that's it. That is a huge out for, for Locke, unfortunately. Like she's she's a, a goalie for them. It doesn't miss much. She holds really well in the ring um, and makes it really hard for defenders um, and, and works really well with Sally Zaka who can uh, zip in and out of the, the goals there. So not real sure who, who might submit the goals then. Maybe maybe Jano. Um, I know she can, she can shoot a bit. Maybe Gus Glover. I know we qualified him earlier this year, so um, we could we could slot Gus in there uh, um, for uh, for lot. But um, yeah, all the, you know maybe they might look at uh, maybe young Degrader or something as well that can slot in there too. So, but Tumby as well, they've also got a big out from when they played lot last time in Susan Hennell. Um, she was a runner up for Tumby and um, Best and Ferris to to make Tremberth, and she's back in the United States. She's on a um, a college um, a scholarship. I went over there for soccer, and and uh, she finally you know, could get back back into the States after vaccinations and, and uh, all that sort of stuff. So she's actually back there. So she's a huge out for them through the uh, the centre court. Um, but, yeah, um, her sister, Ali, you know, has slotted in really well, Alison Wilson. So she slotted into her shoes um, there through the midcourt for uh, for Tumby as well. So I think it's been a pretty close game, this one. Um, the, the lock supporters will be uh, divided between the A reserves and the, the B reserves. So they'll be spread out right across the, uh, the two courts. So... Um, yeah, it, uh, it, it should be a really good game, um, the, the B reserves. All right, let's head to the B grade now. Uh, so that's at three o'clock. So this is E United uh, Saints uh, versus Ellison Districts. Elizabeth Burns and Jody Micken are the umpires for this game. So Ellison will be hurting after that big loss um, that I was talking about before to, to Cougars. And I reckon Saints will be up and about. They uh, they had a really good game in that first final against Tumby. Um, they should have the supporters at lock. Yeah, United, they've got the Colts in um, and they're, they're pretty loud, their supporters. They, they get behind them, um, particularly with it being the only netball that they've got in. So um, Demi Elliott will be back in for the Saints. She didn't play that first final. So through the centre with, with Kaz Bowman and Kimberly Modra, and um, that's a really quite a strong centre combination there. And Sid Lockwood and Alison Milligan, they've been shooting really well um, together. Sid doesn't miss much, as I've mentioned before. So um, if she's on fire, she'll be pretty hard to beat. But um, Hannah Zirk and, and Taya Pryor, um, they, you know, they're pretty hard hard defenders and uh, they go really hard at it. So, you know, Ian, I need to make sure that they stand up to, uh, to that. So this should be a really good game at, uh, at 3 o'clock. Then we've got the A reserves, which is at one thirty. Rachel Warner and Marty Masson um, will be uh, umpiring this one. This is uh, the uh, the Lock Roos versus Ellison Districts. Um, so Lock, as I said before, will have the supporters spread out across the uh, the two courts with the B reserves and the uh, the A reserves. 
Um, they, as I said, they'll be hurting after last week's uh, loss to Cougars, and I, I think that'll really fire them up. I think, um, you know, I, I know that sort of, I reckon that'll get Amy fired up, um, Amy Warner and and, uh, and Kiara to get them, uh, you know, playing some really good netball first up. They'll want to make sure they come out strong in that first quarter, um, unlike they did last week. But Ellison were bloody good in that first final as well. Um, that was a really hard slog game for them against Ramblers, and it was even the, the whole game through, right up until the, the last corner and the quarter. Um, they have played in that rain and the hail. So um, the two centres in, in Hayley Pierce and Bonnie Shane will control the game really well through that centre court. And, um, you know, Hayley's been playing some really, really good netball through the out, through the centre for Locke. And and, uh, and as I said, she got best on court as well on Saturday. And, and Bonnie got best on court for uh, for Elliston uh, in that first final. So, um, you know, I reckon Locke will go with the team they finish with on Saturday, um, potentially with Kelsey Kay in goals, um, with Kiana Stafford and Kiara Williams and Amy Warner in defence. Um, so that seemed to, to work for them, but uh, that, that could change as well. And um, Jess Baskin and Tegan Hull, Tegan Hull have been shooting really well for, uh, for Ellison Districts there too. So Tara Brace, Christy Newton both bring plenty of finals experience as well. They can slot into uh, to spots through um, the different uh, combinations as well. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a, a really good game in the uh, in the A reserves. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that... Um, the, the Tumby team is sitting closest to the uh, to court one, so I can watch a little bit of that game as well while also cheering on Tumby um, in the B reserves. And um, for the A grade uh, at three o'clock, Tracy Dallas and Hayley Masson are in charge of this one. Uh, Elliston District are taking on Ramblers. Both these teams will want to have another crack at, at Cougars, and um, that's for sure. So this will be a pretty hard fought game. Ramblers didn't have a great game against Cougars um, last time they met and, and Ellison have had some really close um, games against them as well. So um, the matchup between Nikki Schubert and, and Kelsey Hull um, in Ellison's defence and up against uh, Keely Mason and Matilda Crett and in, in Rambler's goals will be really, really good. Um, that'll be staying down the other end as well uh, with the goalies and defenders down there. So depending on what Ellison do with their uh, their combinations, <laughs> I think oh, we would start with, um, uh, with uh, Courtney Hull uh, in goals still and, and keep those young young goalies maybe for, for potentially down in. You're right there, Habs. Yeah, sorry. Going <laughs> need a COVID test or anything, you're all good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, so it, it, this is going to be a really good, really good game. I think it'll come down to who settles first and who capitalises most on their opportunities when they get them, making sure they score their centre passes um, and making sure that when they do get those turnovers that they settle and don't try and force it into their goalies, which um, both teams can sometimes do when they, they get them and they do panic a little bit. Um, in saying that, I have only watched one game each of both of these sides, so I shouldn't be uh, throwing out um, uh, comments like that. But I, I did find that on Saturday when Ellison got the, the turnovers, they just sort of panicked a little bit with it and, and uh, tried to go quite quick and, and rounders did the same in the game that I watched of theirs as well. So, um, yeah, whoever settles first, as I said, um, Ellison maybe just need to mix up their entries a bit. They were trying to force it a bit into Courtney Hull. So sometimes it works, but Abby Lee, if she's in goalkeeper, she can read those really well um, and, and we'll be making the, the goalies work really hard. So Charlie Manane and, and, and uh, Lily Nettle through the uh, the centre as well, if they can match up against each other, that would be a really good uh, um, combo too. So, yeah, this would be this would be a really good game. Um, I got told I should have, uh, should have picked a, a winner for the game last uh, weekend, um, but... I don't know if I can pick a winner here either with that with this game. So I think I might just leave it and sit on the fence, uh, sit on the fence again, and maybe save it for uh, for next weekend. I'll do it. I'll get behind Abby and the Rambler girls only because uh, 
I've, I've done it all year, so I better keep doing it. But they've, um, um, as I've said, they've improved from from that first game where we probably looked at the, the team list and they had a pretty young side and um, Keely Mason and you know the, the likes of Abby Lee and, and those older girls and um, Abby Darlitz and that um, have worked really well with these young kids. Um, you know Matilda Cretton and coming back from uh, from a pretty serious knee injury and ha- not having played netball for a few years, obviously with her knee injury and then COVID as well. So for her to come back in and, and be playing some really good netball is really exciting. So um, yeah, that I probably wouldn't have, have, have picked rounders at the, the start to be um, up in, in a prelim final, but but excited for them and, and glad that they've uh, that they've got there. So yeah, it'd be it'd be a good game. Definitely. And uh, Habs onto the footy side, mate. Yeah, well, we'll uh, start with the minis. Uh, Cougars versus United Yolanda. Um, it's a big oval at lock for, for, for everyone um, and especially for minis. So um, any sort of breeze and uh, it makes it will make it very one sided. Um, the uh, and but both sides will be they've, so they've played each other twice um, during the season and both sides will be um, full strength. Uh, but it's uh, Cougars seven goal nine. Uh, 51 uh, to nothing the first time they met, and then 606, 42, I reckon. So, um, the other time they, they've met, I think that's right. Have nothing like having that moment as I'm making big statements. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I don't think so. Yolanda haven't scored against Cougars in the minis um, yet, um, but they have, will have a full strength side with some a few bigger kids back in. Um, I don't know whether Luke Spritzer and Jake Glover played last time. and that sort of stuff. So the uh, minis is uh, you need those bigger kids getting the ball and moving it forward and moving it in chains for you. So um, we saw that with last week's game um, that with, you know Tommy just had that little bit more polish to be able to kick it to each other. Um, I was really impressed with the skills in at, yeah. um, of these these top sides that to be able to um, kick it to a target and hit up a target has been as good and they're, they're um, very well drilled. Um, I, United Yolanda will give it a crack, um, and uh, but Cougars are, are, um, are also very well coached with uh, Brad Hazelgrove and Luke Turnbull. Um, they've, they've been I've been uh, watched some of their trainings, and uh, they're very uh, disciplined. I'm not saying that United Yolanda aren't. The uh, they've, they've, uh, they've Luke Howie's done a fantastic job with them as well. But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting one. Um, United Yolanda haven't yet scored against Cougars, but uh, they'll um, they'll certainly have a crack and. Uh, you know, you get an early wind or something shifting around and uh, get an early score in minis, and it's a, it's a massive thing. So, uh, Colts, mate, I don't know how much research you've done, but this this will be in a, a cracker okay. with both both teams um, having their best players available. Because on paper, this should be a one-sided affair, a United's way. Um, they've met twice this year on the 5th of June. They played each other and was um, Tumby scored four goal five twenty nine um, against eighteen goal eleven hundred nineteen, and then on the the last game of the year they also played each other and Tumby only scored one goal four um, to fourteen goals ten ninety four um, for E United, but they were Tumby Bay were missing um, some of their players of playing A grade and uh, yeah. and those are like guys like Oz Richardson and uh, Thomas Allen. Um, only play if they played, they played part games and that sort of stuff. So it'll be a full strength against full strength. And uh, uh, United, Ethan Franklin uh, broke his arm at, tra- at training um, just yeah. before the the last game of the year. Um, so he's out. Um, and I think um, his brother is, uh, has been important for them as well. Um, he heard his calf. Been, what's that? I think he heard his calf. Is that right? Yeah, Ethan, Ethan Franklin. So um, he's 
he'll be a big out for them. So the um, he's been sort of an important important player. They've got their, they've both got their top tier: the um, Oz Richardsons, the Thomas Allens, the Henry Challengers um, in for Tumby and uh, and sorry, I shouldn't name more than that. But the um, uh, and Ian United, it's the uh, Ethan Pugsley, um, Elijah Foster, and Brody Stratford. And a, and a bunch of other players are in there. Marty Masson is important for them as well, um, providing some drive. But they've they've linked both sides. It'll be a cracker of a game. I think it'll be you know unlike the two other times they've met, it'll be close and uh, um, it'll be and all nerves will play a role. Um, where yeah. you know this is this is for the for the grand final. So um, that'll be an absolute cracker. So those heading along to that will be uh, I think will be well rewarded. Certainly won't be a one sided affair. I wouldn't have thought. So and then. Um, B grade Cougars versus Ellison Districts. Now, first game of the year, Cougars, Cougars will be a little bit nervous. The uh, um, Ellison Districts are that unpredictable side. They're new, um, and Elliston, Elliston themselves have always been predict, unpredictable in their B grade of what sort of side they'll put on the park. Um, combined with Western Districts, and that, and that, it, it, I think that goes up another level. So, uh, Cougars are, are a bit nervous, and I don't think. Um, Either side have had heaps of training from uh, from the B grade, the uh, and I'm not sure whether um, yeah that's that's something that's uh, been been a discussion point of whether and you know Ellison Districts have have the logistics of getting everyone to training is uh, is not easy and uh, and Cougars I think I, I think they've probably been for the B pure B graders they've actually had less than they normally would um, at this time of year like normally you get a month out you suddenly get all the B graders come out of the woodwork so. It'll be interesting on a big oval how many of them are fit um, because that'll make a massive difference. And uh, if we get a bit of warm weather, oh, it'll be uh, it'll make it interesting. So uh, <clears throat> when Cougars and another reason why Cougars be nervous is that first game of the year, twenty fourth April, um, Cougars scored three points to uh, Ellison Districts fourteen goals nine um, in the first big game of the year and uh, knocked them. Um, yeah, it was a, it was really one sided affair at Elliston first game of the year. And they haven't played it. They've played again on the 5th of June. Um, and so this, and that, which is the last time they, they met, um, five goal five, Cougars five goal five, 35 to Ellison District, three goal two, 20. So, you know, that, that went in Cougars' favour and, and, and just. So it'll be interesting of which, what both sides are able to put together. Um, how many guys, I don't know that there's many that are qualified um, to play B grade um, that, that would be able to come down from the A-grade side that played on Saturday from Cougars. Um, so it'll be all of that to, is to play out. Um, and it'll be an interesting um, how that goes. So, And then the A-grade, um, United Delano versus Locke. Uh, United Delano won, won at Locke at the start of the year, but um, Locke have won the last two. So uh, both sides have won at Locke um, and had different levels of, uh, I think Berg played the first one, uh, but hasn't played the other two. Um, and last time was a late comeback with with Locke kicking eight goals in the last quarter. Um, the yeah, so that which is very familiar to Saturday. So United Delano have had two last quarter fade outs, um, and not been able to stop momentum um, and being able to. So that'll be important for United Delano if they can get a start to, to then be able to um, hold hold off the um, when the momentum swings against them. So um, also while I remember um, when you were. Um, talking about Haley um, earlier, that so Jared Seal uh, missed a game, went on holidays, he, uh, and uh, called him out on it and whatever. Anyway, congratulations on getting engaged, Jared and Haley. It's fantastic. The uh, yeah. um, <laughs> ran into Haley at the uh, first semi and uh, 
yep, nothing like saying, yep, congratulations. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, well, uh, it, must, it must have worked a Raz up because he was best on ground in that first semi. So whatever you don't have, say it again this week, I reckon. Yeah, no, I, I hope you have a great, mate, and uh, good luck and uh, talk it up. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, anyway, so congratulations to those two. So it's always a bit funny when stuff... Uh, comes late. You know, I'm still happy to call it out. People send, send me the stuff to um, say that it's happening, so I'm happy to, to raise it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's always funny when, it's, when it's, it turns out like that. So um, it's not the ante on Ross Baskin anyway. So, you know, <laughs> he, he will be unhappy with that statement. But anyway. We, uh, yeah. No, definitely, mate. And, um I think this one, Big Oval, it's going to be uh, an interesting game um, and game styles as well. I think it's going to come into it with, uh, I know um, Locke's had a few boys that have been um, obviously injured throughout the year and Yolanda coming off a you know, pretty physical contest last week on a small oval like Ungara. Yeah, it'll it, it'll be um, interesting. The um, oh, I'd certainly... Uh, Doing everything I can to put my parents in an awkward position where they don't know who to barrack for. The, uh, um, the, um, yeah, tight, you know. <clears throat> you guys have ganged up on me all year about how good Lock are and so on. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, it's I've spent the whole year defending here, you know, and having to, to rag on Lock because uh, you guys are so pro Lock, it's ridiculous. <laughs> And uh, poor old United Yolanda just uh, get bashed around the ears. They've only only won a few premierships, and uh, and uh, you just you're giving me a hard time. So, the, uh, you know, hopefully we get to go into the big dance again, and uh, and you know, lock just miss out like good game, but uh, just just miss out would be that's that's my ideal scenario. Lock of that, uh, lock have got a lot of pressure on following, you know, um, the, the purple helmets win earlier this season. So uh, you know, they've got the the town on their back, and and they want to make sure that uh, they can we can paint the road uh, with a bit of purple and, and yellow and green. And um, so there's uh, a lot health. riding on on lock this year. So yeah, no, I think it's going to be just a cracking game of football all over the ground, Habs and. Um, there's literally match winners. I know we said it last week against Cougars, and it's match winners on both sides um, once again. And there's, I know there's probably some boys in your camp that you know are probably still pretty, pretty to say. I suppose annoyed. They'd be uh, definitely got a point to prove to come out in the first quarter. Um, I suppose I don't want to say it, but you probably let Cougars off the hook a little bit with your kicking in the first quarter. Um, just a little bit inaccurate and, you know, might have come back to bite on them on the bum a little bit. But I think it's, yeah, the, probably the first 10 to 15 minutes is going to tell a lot about the game um, this weekend. And it's, it's going to be pretty physical. And no doubt the Cougars boys are one way or another probably going to enjoy both teams bashing each other up a bit. Yeah, I think it'll be less so of that because it's a big oval. Like there's less of that when you play at Kaku. You see um, more clashes and that sort of stuff because there's less space. Um, but I, I, I think you'll uh, – this I, do, I disagree with you, bro, because I don't think that the 10, first 10, 15 minutes so – actually, it will be important, but this game, will, as, as was the last game, if, the, if you let it, let either of these sides off the leash, they'll pile on some goals. And uh, that, that's exciting from spectators' point of view will be um, that you're going to have – both so, whoever wins is going to have to concentrate for the whole game and, and play disciplined footy for the whole game. Um you know, which is which is what finals footy should be all about and is all about. 
um, being able to stay focused and uh, discipline and do the hard work and the gut running and all that sort of stuff. So it'll be exciting. There's plenty of talent on those sides. Like I think um, United Yolanda had five EP reps and uh, and Locke have got McCauley and uh, and Trav, and there's plenty of talent behind that as well. Like, uh, you know, Chop Beard has kicked a bag in the last few weeks and, uh, he, you know, <clears throat> we'd, um, he would have been pretty... He was feeling pretty relieved when you got over the line in the first semi or whatever after missing some easy ones. The um, that um, how much that plays on his mind, or whether he just absolutely kicks a bag and doesn't miss miss any for the thing, that sort of stuff. Whether that plays on your mind, because um, he would have been thinking, "Shit, I've cost them um, the the finals and you you won and done." Um, but uh, Gundy Hetzel came to his rescue in in that game and uh, um, and and got you through to the the prelim, and now you're in with a real shot of um, playing in a grand final. Um, but uh, how much of that, you know, the pressure from both sides, like uh, United Atlanta have been the hunted um, for the last five years and uh, and now that that um, both sides are hunting Cougars really. So um, both sides got plenty to prove and it'll be like, I think if it's not a cracker, it'll be, that'll be the biggest surprise. If it's not um, down to the wire and close and the tension's high, um, lock at lock is, is always a bit um, uh, more in, in, intimidating so the uh, but I, I think that um, neither side have played each other at full strength um, for the probably first game of the year was closest both sides were to full strength but both other games have been um, there's been players missing um, from that so um, it'll be it'll be yeah an absolute cracker exactly how you want to get into the, the grand final you you will know you've earned it so um, and Cougars, I hope they definitely earn it, and because uh, it'll give them the best chance to win the following week. So, uh, spot on, mate. Anything else for us? Oh, actually, Brooke, uh, we've got some uh, account on Sunday. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So we've got our uh, uh, senior association best and fairest count, so we can uh, we can go back to uh, to getting together. And um, these are one of the best days uh, in the, the netball year is the association count and uh, getting together with everyone. And we obviously haven't had one for the last few years because we, we trialled the um, uh, having it with the football and doing a more formal presentation, which uh, which was really good. But um, we've gone back to a sort of a Sunday session um, and we're going heading to Kapini and Cougars are hosting this year. And, and as it usually is every four years or, or five years um, for this one, obviously, um, Olympics is the theme. Um, and so we've all got each team's got a country. So that's always fun to see what everyone comes dressed as um, and what they're dressed as by the end of the day as well. And um, it's usually um, it's pretty, uh, pretty funny too. But um, yeah, it's going to be re- really interesting to see um, in particular the, the A grade. But I think this will be a really close count. Um, particularly with the, you know, the likes of the Ellison girls, uh, Ellison Districts girls coming in. Um, they've had some really, really good players this year. Um, Kelsey Howe and Nikki Schubert in uh, defence for them have, have both played really well. Um, I think Cougars, you know, obviously being undefeated makes it hard um, because I think they'll take a lot of votes from each other. Um, but then also like, you know, Jet Green, who I was speaking about before, she's just uh, is a, an amazing player and, and she could she could poll quite a few and, and poll each game that, she, that she's played. Um, she's had a really consistent year. But then, you know, Ella Wed could come through and take some votes from her as well. Kennedy McNamara um, for Tumbies had a really solid season um, when, when she's been playing really well. Um, Stacey Curtis usually polls well, but I, I'm not sure if she's played enough to be 
um, sort of up there in that, that top five. But in saying that, she did get runner-up for, for Tumby on the weekend. So, um, uh, you know, as I said, um, Kelsey Hull, Nikki Schubert, uh, someone like Kate Hancock as well, like from Milano, when, you, when you're in a young side, um, someone who's got that kind of experience, she's won plenty of association trophies before. Um, so, you know, she could pull a few votes there. Um, it does make it hard, though, when, when you're not winning as, as many games. But um, so that'll be really interesting to see who wins this A grade. We also got the best under 21 in the A grade. And I think that'll be really close as well. There's some really good young kids that have really stood up this year and played some really good netball. Um, I think, um, you know, as I said before, the same with, with Cougars, I think Hannah Green, Molly Burns and, and Holly Gale have also all played amazing. I think they might take a few votes off each other. Um, Marty Masson could be up there as well. You know, she could get a few, few one votes here and there while they might not have won. Uh, any games, she, she has had a, a great season. Um, Sarah Laurie from Tumby Bay has, has been shooting beautifully and, and she qualifies for under 21. But then there's other players like um, that you think are uh, you know, older than what they actually are because I've been playing seniors for quite a few years. So someone like Kira Simons um, from, from Ramblers, um, I think she's still under 21. I think she still qualifies. So she could be up there with a chance as well. I know she's had a few niggly injuries and stuff this year, but she's been playing some really good defence too for, uh, for Ramblers. So um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who gets that. I won't try and the other grades but um yeah it's uh, it's going to be a really good fun day at, uh, at Kapini. definitely and probably a few sore heads on the monday i would have thought too <laughs> yeah no no doubt no doubt <laughs> that sounds good guys anything else i uh, just a shout out with the next week um we've sort of putting together a bit of a cracker of shows that right guys we uh working out the, the exact format um i'm in charge of organizing some special guests um and uh, that'll be yeah, there's some uh, some guests to provide some advice, um, which will be we'll, we'll do some promos for that. I think in the lead up to next week's show um, as well. Um, but uh, we've we've got some big names involved, and uh, not uh, uh, more than just local. So um, yeah, it'll be an exciting um, show from that point of view. Looking forward to next week. I think uh, oh, so. Come on, Yolanda, if sure you are in there, that'll be. I'll be more excited if Yolanda is still in there. Yeah, you know, otherwise I have to get around my brother. But she, that's going to be hard. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not sure who's uh, who's Sam and who's Mick and who's Andy for the uh, the front bar, but we'll, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a bit of back bar style or something like. We'll work it out of what. Yeah, well, I've got Andy Mar covered. All right, I'll be. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I reckon if I took took off my jumper, I, I'd be. Uh, Pretty similar to Mick too, so I reckon that leaves you with one left, Brooke. Yes. All right, I'll bring I'll bring Sam Pang's wit. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're resting on you because it won't be coming from Andy Mar. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, sounds good. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, I feel like we're sitting the bar a bit high for ourselves, but uh, we'll have a crack at that and see how we go. So, yeah, <laughs> looking forward to next week as well. Looking forward to this weekend. Just uh, good luck to all teams playing. Um, but uh, what? Uh, yeah, next week's show is should be a cracker. Sounds good, guys. Thanks, guys. Cheers.